talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. All right. Uh, I want to bring in uh, Elliot Tepper, a, pl- a political science uh, professor, Carleton University. This is a fascinating story, and it's just starting to get attention. Uh, sir, well, I'll leave it at that. Uh, China's foreign ministry says it is unaware of the contra- uh, controversy surrounding a tennis professional who has disappeared after accusing a former top official of sexually assaulting her. And the Women's Tennis Association is now threatening to pull out of China if this uh, remains unaddressed. Meanwhile, U.S. President Biden was noncommittal when asked on Thursday, and the Prime Minister was sitting with him at this news conference, if the United States would boycott uh, the Beijing Olympics. Let's think. Uh, find out what Elliot Tepper has to say. Carleton University with us now. Elliot, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. Oh, thank you. Good afternoon, Scott. So is it going to work for China just to deny, deny, deny? That's kind of the key uh, question of the minute, is what will make sure that it doesn't uh, just go away because they deny, deny, deny. The foreign ministry said this is not our our purview. The quote you opened up with is, well, this isn't a foreign affairs uh, matter, so we don't know anything about it. The uh, basics on this is that uh, a, a champion for China, uh, a well-known international tennis star, Peng Shui, who is an, a national hero with I know millions on her domestic uh, Weibo account, her, her local account, has suddenly disappeared and gone quiet, uh, hasn't been heard from since November 2nd, after she posted that she had uh, had a consensual uh, arrangement with the, a member of the most, and this is a key point, innermost sanctum of the Chinese Communist Party, the Politburo, and that uh, he had assaulted her, and she's uh, three years ago, and she wants to, the world to know that she was assaulted, kind of bringing the Me Too movement to China. She then disappeared from view, and so did her posting. Her posting disappeared from view. Uh, what th- one thing that I don't think has been noticed much is, inside China, it is not known except for... Um, those who are spreading it uh, on their own. Everything you and I are talking about is not known inside China because they took down the posting, and anything they've said has been in English outside of China. <laughs> so the, uh, the fact is she's, been, she's disappeared, she hasn't been heard from, then suddenly there was a note popped up uh, saying, don't worry, everything's fine, I, I was not assaulted, I'm just at home, the, uh, I'm resting, uh, don't worry about me. But the Women's Tennis Association president said, that doesn't look right to me. We don't accept this as her. We haven't seen her. We've tried to reach her. And this is now small, snowballed to the point where it is now an international matter whether she is, in fact, uh, uh, under arrest of some kind. In any event, she has been seen or heard of. And this is a matter of concern just before the Olympics, of course, mm. coming up in February. Was this once consensual? Is that what you said? Well, that's what she said. Uh, this is not. Uh, <laughs> there's an awful lot that we still haven't learned about all this. But apparently, uh, according to her own text, and I've not been able to find the full announcement, uh, the, the full text of what she first posted. But apparently, she said in there that um, she was coerced in an early a earlier period, and then she developed right. feelings for him, and then. Um, they had an on-again, off-again relationship of some kind, and then um, he used me and discarded me, 
And then um, three years ago after a match, uh, he demanded sexual favors, and she said, mm. no, 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 uh, that, uh, <laughs> that his wife was posted outside the bedroom door, yeah. and she was, sorry, don't know what that is. Yeah, that's uh, so. That was very bizarre too to hear that his wife was actually posted yeah. outside well, the door. The, remember, there's getting very hazy accounts out of this. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line here is that uh, there's been an accusation of sexual assault by a, an innermost member of the Communist Party elite, and she disappeared and hasn't been heard from or seen since. And the focus now, increasingly, of the world is where is she? What, and obviously, and as you said, heading up to the Beijing Olympics uh, at the Three Amigos Summit, when the president was meeting with the prime minister, he was asked that question uh, specifically about Beijing, was very noncommittal on it. There's been chatter that the de- that uh, officials won't go, but the team will. Any thought on that? Yes, this issue has developed since that time. That is, yeah. uh, while the conversation has been going on for a very long time about, you know, Beijing held uh, at the Olympics, what, 2008, and now suddenly they're doing another one. They're quite willing to host these international events as part of their projection onto the world that we are, you know, a big and important uh, power and country and come on in and see just how good we are, see what we're able to do. And it's very impressive what they're able to do in that sense. But um, after the Uyghurs and Hong Kong and then Tibet, and, you know, our, our parliament has unanimously passed a resolution saying that China's guilty of genocide. So the, should, there, should we be going has been a conversation for a long time. The fact that what to do about having an Olympics with a power that's accused in this way, discussion of, um, well, we'll just diplomatically boycott, but we'll let yeah. them do but it's, it's too late, in effect. I mean, the chances, what you needed to do if there was real concern was to move them out of Beijing, and there was yeah. a move at one point to bring them back to Canada. The Winter Olympics, after all, Canada and the U.S., Seattle and Vancouver, but that didn't happen. So now we are, before this emerged, in a situation where all these fine young athletes around the world would be deprived if you suddenly boycott. But this has now emerged as a possible threat to, uh, to uh, make even more countries more willing at least to politically boycott, but that won't resolve the situation. Elliot Tepper with us, political science, Carleton University, talking about the disappearance of Peng Shui, a tennis star in uh, China that has not been heard of since early November. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for the time. Be well. Oh, you're very welcome. Take care. You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. You might remember on Friday we spoke with Professor Elliot Tepper about the convoluted case of missing tennis star Peng Shui, who disappeared after she made accusations of sexual assault against a former member of the Chinese Communist Party's ruling standing standing committee. We now have word from the International Olympic Committee that they have been in contact with the tennis star, but it appears there are more questions than there are answers. Uh, Elliot Tepper with us now professor of political science carlton university elliot thanks for the time i hope you're well oh good afternoon scott so what has happened here uh, elliot decode this uh for us do we know anything more about this tennis star hello can you hear me elliot 
just now, yeah, she blanked oh. out on me. <laughs> oh, oh, let me try again. Okay, so uh, obviously uh, the IOC has made contact, but there seems to be more questions than answers now. Do we know anything more about this case or, or her whereabouts? Yes, we know a lot more about it. it uh, what it shows is the, the Communist Party has really moved uh, in response to the global reaction uh, and the WTO, the Women's Tennis Association, reaction to the disappearance of uh, Peng Wan after she accused uh, an innermost member of the Politburo. There's only seven on them members on that. So she accused one of the elite of China, of the Communist Party of China, of assault. Then she disappeared for two weeks. And that's, in essence, when questioned about it, the government said, the party said, well, just give us a couple of days. Uh, she'll appear. And I became much more worried at that point. I, uh, that sounded ominous to me. And indeed, what we now have is a reappearance, but very much in the mode of previous and kind of standard operating procedures of people in China who um, are dissident in one way or another, or show autonomy, not necessarily dissident, but something not quite under the control of the party. The party brings it back under control, and you have these kind of staged uh, appearances, and the WTA and others have said, no, this is not satisfactory. We don't accept appearances on nothing but state apparatus broadcast abroad in English and not within China as any guarantee of her, of her freedom from coercion. So uh, any details as to her condition or where she might be? Well, uh, there was a long video, it was about 30 minutes, and there were some other little clips as well saying that the, the, uh, her statement is that she's at home with her family, she wants her privacy to be respected, that she's fine. Uh, then she was shown out in public at a dinner uh, with friends, but <laughs> the friends included uh, a member of the party that uh, is part of the, the, the uh, tennis association there, the, the functionary in charge. And they apparently kept correcting her when she said, well, this is the 20th. No, dear, it's actually the 21st. So showing um, on air that, you know, things are fine according to that date. And then she was shown signing enlarged tennis balls with children, adorable children, tennis star beaming. But so far, that's only served, I'm afraid, for everyone to be even more concerned about her situation. How much clout does the IOC or women's tennis here uh, have? Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Well, those are two different issues. Uh, yeah. the, the IOC has said uh, right away, let us work on this through quiet diplomacy. And now they're right. saying, look, quiet diplomacy works. Uh, we worked with, our, with the Chinese on this. They're the host of the Olympics. And look, um, as a result of our quiet diplomacy, they're implying, now you see that she is indeed safe and well and, and happy. But the WTO, on the other hand, is saying, no, we don't accept what we see in front of us as, as that kind of evidence. Both of those organizations rely very heavily on the revenue that comes from their participation in China. The IOC gets, I read, 91% of their funds from selling the rights to, to people to watch the Olympics around the world and for ads and so forth. And the WTO had a very lucrative 10-year contract, we're finding out, as a result of all of this, and we're in, in particular in Shenzhen, uh, an important high-tech city right across from Hong Kong. So they, they were going to play some of the key tournaments there. And the WTA said, we'll forego all of that if we can't be assured that our, our people 
are going to be well looked after, and that includes Penn. What does the world? What does uh, women's tennis want out of this? What do they want to see as confirmation? They want to see that she is free of coercion and safe, uh, and that means having a venue that is not controlled by the party apparatus itself. And until that happens, they say they're not going to be content. It, can she get out of China at this point? Well, Peng Wanshe, she's she's a she's a star. Yeah. Back up on this. Uh, I, I think one of the lessons, and before we answer that particular question, I think one of the key lessons of all of this is nobody and no entity inside China is going to threaten the situation of uh, and the role of the party. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a billionaire, billionaire like Jack Ma, the head of Alibaba and others, um, he disappeared for quite some time after being chastised. He, he got too big. Anything that gets too big or shows autonomy uh, can... Can uh, come under the scrutiny of the party. There was there was also a movie star that had the same treatment as we're seeing now with Peng Wanche. So we got we have a situation where anything that threatens the autonomy and the control of the party uh, threatens to escape the party through autonomy is brought back under control, and that's what I think we're seeing now. Can she leave China? Well, that's an interesting question. Maybe somebody like Canada or others should invite her just to see what happens. But, uh, and that, of course, would be what the WTA would like. But there's no sign that, uh, according to her own statements, that she's interested in leaving her family or that she's, in fact, therefore able. Where do you see this story going? Um, I, think, I think there's two things to keep in mind. One is the immediate situation now is that the Olympics are pending. Mm. The possibility that there will be some kind of boycott of the Olympics or something that causes China to lose face over the Olympics is of concern to the to the regime, to the party. Therefore, the pressure on this particular incident, this particular case, if it's maintained, uh, could could lead to the broader concerns. Uh, the human rights groups are calling this the genocide Olympics because of the situation of the Uyghurs, and don't forget the Tibetans, and what about Hong Kong, and why should everybody be there in the first place? So it adds strength to the boycott. Um, uh, initiative and there's well maybe we should just not send diplomats in and maybe there's a creative idea in today's paper that well maybe the athletes should not show up at the opening and closing ceremony says an mm. expert here but all of that is one side of it then think the missing piece of all this that has not been brought to attention is that this incident is considered to be a possible you know threat to the autonomy of the party, or to the, to the existence of the party through autonomy. The, the Me Too movement, this is all talked about, you know, mm. transparency should be brought to the case of this particular tennis star, but, you know, transparency isn't part of Xi Jinping's China. Well, what about accountability? Oh, that's not part of it. The Me Too movement really calls for a um, democratic society with a robust civil society, an open society. That's not Xi Jinping's. China as well. So part of that is the immediate situation and and what's leading up to the uh, Olympics, which is imminent. But beyond that, next year is really the big ticket item for Xi Jinping because he just now, earlier this month, got acclaimed by the party itself to be part of the pantheon, along with Mao Zedong and uh, Deng Xiaoping, of great communist transformational leaders. Next year is going to be a party congress where the possibility exists that he could be challenged 
and reaching out to uh, be acclaimed for, be, to, for another five-year term, that is, mm. to be leader forever. And that's the big ticket item for Xi Jinping. And I don't think anything will be allowed to stand in the way of that, including the case of a tennis star uh, who's gaining some international attention now. This story is not over by any means. Elliot Tepper with us, political science, Carleton University, talking about uh, the Chinese Canadian, or sorry, the Chinese tennis player that uh, now, even having contact with the IOC, is raising more questions than it is answers. Uh, Elliot, thanks for the time. As always, be well. Oh, you're very welcome, and be well to you uh, as well, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from three to six on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.